Welcome to another episode of the Head of Nations podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and across from me is your co-host, Ben. So, Ben, what is new in your nations this week? I think a new thing for us has been to find rest in this Christmas season. That's, I think that's what, when I think of, you know, of this season and the busyness of just everything. We had such a busy week this week, and, you know, looking forward to next week, it's it doesn't seem to be slowing down, but so whenever Jesus comes to us, he gives us rest, you know, he invites us to enter into his rest. And so not losing focus of that and, you know, um, one union with him, uh, brings us rest and, and two, just in enjoying these moments, you know, kids are young, you know, <laughs> I have my wife and our home and, and just not, not being too busy to miss enjoyment of, of those real blessings. So that's that's kind of what's in front of me. That's nice. It's a good perspective. Yeah. I feel like I maybe could use a little more of that in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So this week in my kingdoms, we are still in Christmas land as well. Mm. <laughs> we got some of my son's inflatables out, but he was kind of, he was feeling a little overwhelmed and he was like, I, I just want a little bit of a break. So we put a few of them out, which he was excited about got the Christmas lights up too, but he was like, let's do some this weekend. So we're going to do some more this weekend. Nice. Maybe eventually we'll have them all out by Christmas, but yeah. So we're going to put some of the favorites out this weekend. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the verse of the week this week. And it is in second Samuel chapter 23 and it's verses nine and 10. And this is about David's mighty men next to him was Eleazar, son of Dodai, the Ahohite. As one of the three mighty men, he was with David when they taunted the Philistines gathered at Pastamim for battle. Then the men of Israel retreated, but he stood his ground and struck down the Philistines till his hand grew tired and froze to the sword. The Lord brought about a great victory that day. The troops returned to Eleazar, but only to strip the dead. So we have this image here of, so there are the 30 mighty men, but then there are the three, like the chief of the 30. They're the, like the peak three. And Eliezer is one of the three. And they're ready for battle. They're lined up. And the Philistines are wanting to fight. And Eliezer's like, let's go. And all the Israelites are like, let's go home. Mm. So they all flee the battlefield in terror. And Eliezer is just standing there like, let's get some. So... He's fighting. I mean, just imagine, I've seen people try to fight two guys at one time in the gym, and that is an amazing feat of prowess if you can do it. Because it's not like on the TV shows where one guy waits for the other guy mm. or they stand in a line. No, they'll usually get on opposite sides of you, right? Yes. So now you're one man and you're fighting who knows how many Philistines, but enough that he's slaying them until his hand is so tired from fighting, it's literally stuck to his sword. He can't mm -hmm. open it. Mm -hmm. So everyone else ran in fear, but he stood his ground, and they all kind of scurry back. Mm -hmm. After they realize he's won, they're like, oh, there's treasure here on these dead guys? Well, why don't we get some too? Right? But he brought about victory. You know, God through him did by his willingness to stand and fight when everyone else was afraid. So I love mm. that passage. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we as Christians might want to spiritualize that, you know, and say, hey, stand your ground against temptation, which is true. Mm. 
Yes. Stand your ground and keep fighting until the very end, even when the battle gets difficult and, you know, there seems to be no hope. You fight to the end and you'll, 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 you'll die fighting is what, mm. you know, we, we would like to spiritualize that and do it. This is a very physical thing though. It is. And so it's like, this is it. No, this is, he's actually like killing people and fighting this yes. is violence. And his life know? is on the line. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, and his, his mortal life is on, mm. the, you know, like, yes. I mean, so we can, we can spiritualize and we can talk about spiritual reality and everything like that. But, but this is, this is a physical battle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's something that we got to acknowledge that maybe, well, maybe if it was right for them sometimes, you know, when is it right for us? Which sometimes actually, to use violence. Yeah, it brings us into our topic today, which is aggression. And this is something that I think about on a regular basis because I feel like it's a taboo topic for some reason today, but we don't even think about the times where we like aggression as a society we just say it's bad and then we wonder why men are in the state that they're in today because aggression itself isn't bad it's uncontrolled aggression that's bad but i want to start by a video that i watched recently and i don't know if you know about these like youtube pranksters and tiktok pranksters and other whatever other media outlets there are. So they'll go around and they'll pull these pranks on people and the people don't know they're being pranked. And there was this video where this one guy is in an elevator. He's meant to ride. He's the guy being pranked. And then these two guys get on the elevator. One has boxing gloves on and is shirtless. And the other one is this cohort who has like a hoodie on and like he's got gloves, but not boxing gloves. And so boxing glove guy goes over and like is kind of intimidating this guy in the corner and he's your typical 2023 male who is like cowering in the corner he's he has this like <laughs> duffel bag he's like clutching this duffel bag to his chest cowering in the corner like just leave me alone leave me you know like that and then the guy's like whoa, whoa, whoa it's okay and he points the camera up there and the guy's like Still not buying it. He's kind of like clutching his bag and looking up skeptically. And then like he gets off the elevator. Yeah, yeah. And the next scene is a guy. He's a younger gentleman. And this boxing glove guy and other guys start mm-hmm. coming at him. He's got a backpack on. He drops his backpack, oh, takes his jacket go. off, and he's like, let's oh, go. Yes. And so like, he starts throwing <laughs> shots. And the guy's like, whoa, 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 video. It's a prank, right? But it was like two different forms here. One is completely lacking aggression. Yeah. And the other is like, hey, I don't want to have to fight, but man, like, yeah. you got on the elevator shirtless with boxing gloves and you're trying to punch me, so yeah. like, let's so, go. So and so that's an, that like got me thinking about this. We're like, <laughs> where has all the aggression gone? Hmm. Like, I get not, like, I don't want to fight when I'm on the elevator. Maybe sometimes I feel a little bit like it, right? <laughs> but like, you know, really, like, I don't, I, I would like to go about my day and be like, you know, go to the store or go home, go to work and not have to fight, right? Yeah. But- like, if it comes to it, I need to be able to turn on that aggression, but not just physical violence aggression, but, like, I was thinking about this. So, you know, like, you ever feel like not getting things done? Oh, yes. Okay. Do you, do you ever get mad at yourself for not feeling like getting things done? Yes. Okay, at some point, do you ever get mad enough at yourself that you're like, fine, I'm just going to go do, do it. Do the thing, yes. That's aggression. Oh, 
that's aggression turned inward. <laughs> it is, right? Like you get angry at yourself and that aggression motivates you to go do what you need to get done, right? Like when you're exercising, if there is no aggression, like if you can't turn that aggression inward against your lazy self, which would be you know, me, I've got this like sloth inside of me and I'm like, I've got to turn that aggression inward and be like, no, shut up. I've got to get this done, mm -hmm. right? If I can't turn that aggression inward, then I can't get it done. Or like resisting temptation. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. There needs to be aggression sometimes in resisting temptation because if we're not aggressive in resisting the temptation, we're being passive. Mm. In all these scenarios, like elevator guy with the backpack, he's being passive, right? When we're not getting stuff done, mm -hmm. we're being passive. When we're during our workouts or whatever, we're tempted to take it easy, we're being passive. And when temptation faces us, if we're not actively resisting, if we're not being aggressive in the right context, we're being passive and passivity leads to sin. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. You can't be passive and not try to fight sin and hope to win. Yeah. You can't win playing defense, right. right? So I want to hear what your thoughts were on that before we kind of delve more into the good of aggression because we always only hear the negative side. So what, what do you want to do as far as singing the praises of aggression, Ben? Yeah, well, I mean, like I just think of what you said lastly about temptation. Like Paul... Paul doesn't say, take it easy on your body. He's like, no, beat it. Mm -hmm. Like I, like I beat my body into submission, you know? And it's just like, oh, <laughs> so we, so whenever we're tempted, we don't want to reward ourselves, you know, because I've been so good in resisting. I don't want to reward myself like once a month or whatever it is with indulging in that temptation. It's like, no, you beat the crap out of your body to make sure it obeys the king who owns you now you know like mm -hmm. and that's not that's not something that is that's not that's not paul does not take that lightly and neither do we because we know what sin is if we are actually growing in christ and knowledge of of who he is then we hate sin it burns our passion it hatred burns within us to see it destroyed mm -hmm. and if we yeah if we take a break on that or if we find our rest in indulging in that okay we got to check our souls here um, cause I think we were meant, this is a, well, faith is a fight, right? It's the fight of faith. Yeah. But, yeah. That's interesting. But go, go on to, you know, I want to hear about why, you know, why we should, how we should strike the balance, you mm -hmm. know, cause we want to be people who are approachable, you know, mm -hmm. um, we want to be gentle in ways yet. We want to also train our hands for, make sure they're ready for battle because you want to defend that, which is good. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, go yeah, for it. So let me, first, let me kind of come at it from a roundabout angle. Mm. So I think any competition is controlled aggression. So like you see a basketball game, a basketball game is controlled aggression. You're competing. You're trying to beat the other team. You'll be upset if you lose and you're mm. trying to outrun, out muscle, out shoot, out jump and out think the competition. Same soccer is the same way. Any kind of sport where it doesn't even have to be a full contact striking sport, but like mm -hmm. football, you'd better believe football is controlled aggression yeah. where you have to have the right amount of aggression towards your opponent. Like if you're on the offensive or defensive line and you're not aggressive, you're going to get steamrolled, right? So in a lot of things that we don't typically think about as 
aggressive. They actually are examples of controlled aggression. So one last one, and then I'll kind of get into like more maybe physical aggression mm-hmm. as well, and striking that balance. But like I think about this with some of my other pursuits outside of here, where like I'm trying to get things done, maybe like business or whatever. Like I have a mindset of conquest when I do a lot of what I do. And like, I always want to gain more ground. I want to grow. And that, that takes some sort of aggression. Like I have to take risk. So sometimes like I'll try to source things to resell via auction and I'm bidding against other people. And I have to be like, I have to be vigilant and be like, no, I see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get that. (laughs) I want that because I want to grow. Mm. Right. And so I have to have that competitive nature, that channeled aggression where if I didn't have that, it's like, oh, it's, it's okay. You can have it. You can grow your business and I'll just let mine die. Right. And if I don't have that controlled aggression mm-hmm. in even that aspect, there, there can be no growth. So even like think about providing for your family for retirement, right. Or trying to save money. Like there has to be some controlled aggression. They're like, we must grow. We must be diligent. And Beat my body. No, I don't need that. Mm. Right? Like, no, I need to discipline myself. I don't need that. I yeah. need to make sure my family's provided for. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be some aggression, even if it's inward. Mm-hmm. All right. So mm-hmm. any examples you have of that before I move on to more like physical aggression? See, that's where I, I'm just like trying to find out. So, you know, and I get all of that. I'm trying to find out how to, because I feel like I, I've got a pretty good understanding as like as an adult male that that is the, you know, every day is a fight and you have to see things in, I think in that light that, I mean, that we have got to, you know, take a stand and decide, you know, these are the actions I got to take. Yeah. To, you know, to, to head in the, in the direction of flourishing for, Mm -hmm. you know, for my family, for my community, you know, for myself, like, I mean, go in that direction then make those tough decisions to get there. I'm like on, I'm having the worst trouble. Maybe, uh, maybe you're going to get he- get here. I'm having the worst trouble advising like my son, mm-hmm. uh, like because my son's a wrestler, and in you know, and he's in, in wrestling practice and having you know some issues with some of his teammates, you know, who are kind of like they're getting to they're they're heading in the direction of middle school, you know. So it's like, well, how do we advise them to be? Well, I mean, to to be young men mm-hmm. in this way. Yeah, I know. I do know. So, you know, I was talking to my son about this and we've had discussions about this because he's been having some problems with some people in his class and they're saying mean things to him or sometimes they're putting their hands on him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in ways that you, you know how guys do. I think it's sure. it's mostly fun, but sometimes it's not fun. Yeah. And we have some disagreements in my household as how about how to handle this. Because on one hand, I think a lot of times the the female mind wants to think that everything can be solved with words, and if we just talk it out, everything will be okay. And guys don't work like that. In fact, one of my better friends that I had in high school, I I made friends with him as a result of a fist fight. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. even there, we had problems, we fought, and immediately... We never resolved the problem. We just fought and then we were fine, right? Mm-hmm. And like for the the female mind to conceive of that being 
an actual possibility with guys. Just it doesn't mm-hmm. compute. And I think women, you know, God made women very good at wanting to reconcile and keep peace in the home or reconcile and keep peace among friend mm-hmm. groups a lot of times. And the, they often navigate that with words. And that's awesome. But I think a lot of times guys don't work that way. So we're having that conversation like, hey, you might have to say some not nice words too. Mm-hmm. Like, or be firm. Yeah. Like if they're if they're being mean to you, like you need to stop. Yeah. And like authoritatively, like yeah. stop. And like, or what? Or you won't like or what? Yeah. Right? right. And like you need to be able to back that up. Mm. And I know that's unpopular in 2023, mm. but people don't change. Human nature is human nature. And just because we want to call 911 if a kid says a mean thing and say, police handle this, you know, they said a mean word. That's not the reality of the situation. It still won't be solved. There does need to be an or else. It's like when you tell someone, no, there is implied aggression behind that. Mm -hmm. It might not even be implied. There might just be verbal aggression Mm -hmm. there. And behind that verbal aggression has to be physical aggression. And so we're navigating that with my son where we're, I'm encouraging him under control to be more aggressive mm. because he's a target right now because he's being too nice mm, mm-hmm. and he doesn't push back when he's being bullied, when people are being mean to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling him, be more forceful, say something back. Mm. You know, if they keep being mean to you, say so, like at some point, maybe you need to stand your ground on that and say something back to them. Yeah. So that yeah. might not be popular even in Christian circles. Like, Turn the other cheek. Uh, that's so taken out of context. Yeah. Turn the other cheek is in the context of for Christ. Yeah. You're slapped on your face for being a Christian. Yeah. It's not being a doormat for everyone that wants to hurt you, rob you, stab you, steal stuff from you. That's not what that passage is about. It's in the context of being slapped on the face for Christ. Yeah. And I even think like turn the other cheek, like so exposing your own shame. If you're slapping me for a righteous thing, go ahead, slap me again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's to the shame of the slapper. So yes. It's not, yes. It's not, hey, you know, that's that's reason for pacifism. No, no, no. I don't think that at all. But I I like what you said because in, in, in even drawing that distinction between between men and women um, and, you know, men dealing with things, at least having a, having a past, we've, we've dealt with things in a physical way that seemed to improve the situation. Now, uh, I mean, I know there's probably danger in that, obviously. Um, and we see that, you know, violence begets violence in the cities a lot, mm-hmm. you know, with, I mean, with, with that, with that type of violence, but sometimes, but it, it doesn't mean that, that no, that violence is just never the answer. And, and I Correct. think that, um, well, there's, I was, I was in third grade and there was a kid on the bus. He was a couple years older than me and he was saying some, some stupid stuff to me. And I remember the bus driver wasn't doing anything about mm-hmm. it. And I went home. Mom, a woman, just to be clear, 2023, <laughs> my mom said, you punched that kid right in the face. And I was like, wow, I got the green light as a third grader from my mom to punch a kid in the face. So on the way home from school, he started saying some stuff again. I said, this is it. This is the day. And I walked off. As I was walking off the bus, I turned and I socked him right in the eye. And I just walked off the bus Bus driver didn't say a word to me, did stop the bus to check on the kid. He was crying. And I just, you know, just walked home you know, from, there, from that point on. 
And so I got a phone call. I remember that night, uh, one of my friends on the bus was like, oh, he was crying. You, you know, you got him good. And I was like, all right. Uh, but he might want to, you know, he was saying he was going to get you, you know, or something. I was like, all right. So I, I rode the bus and I walked right past his seat and I looked at him and he had his head down, black eye, head down, did not make eye contact, problem solved. It was, that was it. And I was mm -hmm. just thinking, you know, there, I think there might be some truth to that, that sometimes I think that, I think that will solve a problem, you know? And, yes. and so it, it will yes. deal with those who are disrespecting you. Maybe it will be a, a respect. And I, when I say I never had a problem with that again, I mean, that kid again, we were on the same baseball team. Like we, I mean, we had dealings with one another throughout high school, uh, elementary, middle and high school. And that guy never, ever was a problem for me again. It was mm. just nothing was there anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me let me tell you, because we're getting, yeah. I think, a little short on time. What I think really seals the deal for me is we're coming into the Christmas season. Mm. If you've ever watched Miracle on 34th Street, have you ever watched that movie? I'm embarrassed now. Oh, my goodness. Okay, you need to watch it. You need to fix that. So, all right, there's this scene where this guy is manipulating a teenager in the movie, and, like, he's a psychologist, mm. and he's trying, he's, like, making this kid think that he hates his dad and that Santa's bad. And so Santa goes up to that guy and he's like, you need to stop that. And the guy's like, no, I'm not going to. So Santa's like, there's only one way to deal with guys like you. You're mean, you're insufferable. You won't listen to reason. He takes his umbrella and cracks him on the head with the umbrella handle Santa, and walks Santa out. Santa does that? Santa saw the cause for righteous violence. That's awesome. I know. And like, so you think about this, this is like a 1930s Christmas movie. And even in America in the 1930s, the message is like, there are some people that are so unreasonable, even Santa has to wallop them. Yeah. So I feel like if that didn't make the case for righteous violence and for aggression, mm. physical aggression, I think that I don't know if anything will. I like that. Yeah. I, I you know, this time of year, I identify as Santa. So, Do you really? Yes. So, I mean, you might as well just go around giving... <laughs> Christmas <laughs> gifts, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah so. people on the naughty list. All right, so, but seriously, guys, just something to think through is we see the need for aggression in all aspects of life to succeed in life, but sometimes that aggression needs to be channeled into a physical way, and, you know, I'll let you think through what that line is, but I, there, there has to be physical violence that is sanctioned violence. I mean, otherwise, we see it in Revelation, there was war mm. in heaven. Right? There is violence, warfare violence in heaven, right? So take that into consideration when we're thinking through aggression and violence. Like there are so many cases for really just war theory, but even on a micro level of, of a physical aggression. And even if it's not you know, toward fighting someone else, like channel that toward fighting temptation, channel that toward fighting to do better in any aspect of life. Because without aggression, we're just passive and passivity generally leads to sin. So let's not lead ourselves that way, but let's channel that aggression and help ourselves and ask God to help us walk a more righteous and holy path, even if it is you know, physically fighting those who are evil eventually. You know, like If someone's trying to hurt your kid, hurt your wife, like someone evil, you may have to channel it that way, but let's at least channel it to walk a good spiritual life. And that's all I've got for you guys today. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks to the supporters of the show. If you'd like to support the show, Go to headofnations.com, click that support tab. If you'd like to email us, info at headofnations.com. And as always, remember, we are the head of our nations, so let's go live like it. Until next time.